hasn't turned out so bad. TM. How do you mean? ED. Wow, it was cursed, you know? That gold. Opening up that vault was like opening up the tomb of Tutankhamun or something. It cursed us, that gold. TM. You know, that's not a bad angle for the story. ED. And I'll tell you something else. You know all those films when they open up the vault and there's all the gold bars all neatly stacked up and gleaming like fuck? Well, it wasn't like that. TM. No? ED. Nah. They were all in these cardboard boxes with metal tapes around them. Like fucking shoeboxes. We wouldn't have noticed them if we hadn't had trouble getting a safe open. We were going after the money, you see. If only we'd got that safe open. The money, that would have been easy. Use notes, unmarked. Just divvy it up after the job. Instead, we end up with all that fucking gold. And that's when the grief started. TM. What happened with the safe? ED. Well, we had trouble getting the combinations out of the guards. They were shitting themselves, but maybe we'd put the frighteners on them a little too much. They couldn't concentrate, could they? TM. Well, you had doused their private parts with petrol and threatened to set light to them. ED. Yeah, well, hang on. TM. I'm only going by the trial report. ED. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. TM. Yes, let's. ED. Let me tell you about that petrol. It was watered down. It wouldn't have ignited if you'd put a match to it. There was enough of a smell to make them think that, but that was the point. To scare them into giving us the combinations. TM. I see. ED. But this is where it all goes wrong, you know? TM. I'm not sure I do. ED. I mean, the way you're telling my story, it's like you're always dwelling on anything nasty and brutal, like I'm some sort of thug. TM. I can assure you I'm not trying to do that, Eddie. ED. And some of the stuff I've seen, it makes me sound, well, inarticulate. You're supposed to be a writer, for fuck's sake. It all comes across as really trashy, you know? TM. Well, the public do go for a brusque style. ED. Fuck the public. I want my story told properly. TM. We both do, Eddie. Look, it's early days. Once we're at the editing stage, we can go through all this. But we really do need to get it all down first. ED. It's like all you're interested in is the violence and the scandal. TM. Well, that is what's going to sell copies, you know. ED. And all the Ruby Rider stuff. TM. We did talk about that. ED. Well, I don't know, Tony, I don't know. TM. It is a crucial selling point of your story. You were married to her, after all. ED. But she's trying to get her career going again. I know she won't be happy having a past dragged up again. TM. 
Look, can we try and get back to the story? We can go over this later. E.D. Nah, I want to sort this out now. T.M. Eddie? E.D. Turn the tape off. T.M. We are behind schedule, you know. E.D. I said turn the fucking tape off. Tape ends. There. I pressed the stop button. Eddie looked like he was about to grab the tape machine. It's off. Right. Eddie sits back in his chair, folds his arms, and gives me that well-practised glare of his. A look I've seen on countless villains and old lags. So, I sigh, trying to soothe the situation. Let's talk then, shall we? Yeah, he replies with a grudging shrug. And I knew I was in for another difficult session. But I had to try to get him to talk. Because, well, this is not my story. I'm the as-told-to, or the with. I'm the ghost.